All right, so welcome to the first episode of the newly relaunched Digital Church Toolbox podcast. My name is Luke, and I am a digital marketer, creative, um, worked in ministry for a long time. You can get to know me more. Chances are, if you're following, you already know me on some level, and so I'm thankful that you've tuned in. Um, but my whole heart behind this podcast is to bring creative concepts from the world, current trends, current things that are being utilized in maybe some environments that we in the church may not be super familiar with, and bring it into a church world, the church context, right? Because chances are your church is doing a great job at a lot of things, right? Making disciples, teaching people, gathering people for events, praying. There's a lot of things the church historically has done really well. And as we've seen a communication shift, I mean, it was before COVID, but especially in COVID where we had to kind of scramble to catch up. Um, have we implemented the best practices? Have we done everything to the best of our ability to level up our online game, right? Um, people are no longer judging billboards and recommendations from friends as the first entry to a church. A lot of times it's the online presence. It's the social media stuff. It's the website. It's all that, that people are critiquing, judging before they even set foot in the church. So how are we doing at that stuff? So that's the point. And I'm going to bring you some concepts, some ideas, some principles. Um, we'll talk a little bit about stories and, and thoughts, and then we'll talk about like tangible, um, algorithm stuff and, and best practices and things that social media platforms are doing differently and um, tangible, practical stuff. So we'll, we'll kind of hit on all things here. Um, I really don't have a ton of structure to this. Sometimes I'll maybe just turn on my camera, turn on my mic and start talking. Um, and sometimes I'll maybe have some more prepared thoughts with data and statistics. And today's episode, as we kick this off, will be a little bit of both, I guess. Um, but I had an interesting experience. I um, was recently hired to produce some content for a trip uh, out of the country. And so I had to get my passport renewed. It's been a while. I haven't been out of the country since pre-COVID and my passport expired a few years ago, had to get it renewed. And um, it's, I have enough time to where I could just do it, you know, normal. I don't need to go down to Dallas and do the expedited thing. So I'm just getting it ordered. I go to I Google just passport photos because I don't want to mess with it. I want somewhere where they take them themselves. They take it. I'll have to do it myself. And I know that it's going to be submitted. I want to do it right the first time. So I go and Google. And there's a CVS that popped up that I hadn't been to in a while that's near me that does passport photos. I haven't been there in a while because they've been renovating. The last time I was in there, there was tarp sheets on the walls. It was all being renovated. They were kind of redoing it. It was an older CVS. They were redoing it to make it more modern, make it more, um, I, I don't know. I guess they're rebranding some CVS stuff. And so I thought, oh, I'll go check that out. Like, that's the closest one here. I haven't been in a while. Let me go there for passport photos. So I go in right when you walk in on the front door, um, there's a sign that says, and I, I can't remember exactly what it says. So something like we've made things better inside, or it's even easier to serve you inside now. And so you're like, oh, cool. Like, this looks nice. The outside has kind of been cleaned up. The new sign there with the new CVS heart type logo, like, looks really nice. You go in, stunning really well done. Okay. I understand why everything was done with tarps and I understand now why this remodel had to happen. It's amazing. The signage is incredible. You can take one glance around the store and see whatever you're looking for, whether it's groceries or candy or greeting cards or prescriptions. It's all like eye level. You can see everything and go exactly where you need to go. Amazing. Really well done. I go up to the photo section, which again was easy to find. And I go to the kiosk and I, it, it gives you options, select this option, and there's a big paper sign, not even like a printed sign, just a paper, like bottom of a receipt or piece of a scrap paper 
written in Sharpie that said no passport photos. I go, man. Go to the next kiosk, same thing, just a hastily scrawling, almost like somebody was being held hostage and forced to write a ransom note, no passport photos. I'm like, ah. So I was kind of in this like weird, okay, I'm, I'm in awe. Like this CVS I haven't been into in more than a year looks beautiful. It's accessible. It's incredible. It's very nice. But when it comes to the one thing that I'm looking for, the one need that I have doesn't deliver, right? And so I'm sure you can see how this correlates to online church. Um, and I've talked about this too in other marketing contexts. Like if you have a product you're selling, all of your marketing effort doesn't do any good if the product isn't priced correctly, if there's no um, tr if there's no interest from the traffic, if people aren't buying, if, if maybe it's a poor quality product, maybe you've got some bad reviews, bad customer service, we can funnel thousands of viewers to your website a month. Speaking again, if you were a business owner, funnel thousands of visitors to your website. But if there's an internal problem, I, good marketing can't fix that, right? So on the church side, it, before you run awesome social media, before you run any paid campaigns, maybe as you're thinking ahead towards Easter, is passport photo machine broken? Right? Is there something to where people will walk into your church and go, wow, this looks great. Like all the social media stuff looks awesome. They have great photography teams. They're like a good looking church. But when I come for what I need, they're not delivering. I'm not saying that your church should cater to the needs of every possible person that would ever set foot inside your church. But I think there should be some systems in place to help capture people and meet the needs that they have, right? We as a church, Big C Church, exist to serve people and to introduce people to God. So what's your passport machine? What's the thing that maybe needs to be addressed first? And if you're doing it right, then great, then, then skip over this and just start doing awesome stuff online. But I would challenge you before you start spending money, uh, hiring creatives, um, paying photographers, um, developing a new website, like fix the stuff that is going to matter when people walk in the door. Because otherwise, you're remodeling a CVS, spending thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and still not serving your customers, right? So again, there's a lot to this. This, For the sake of having a short episode, I would dive in to more of this. Um, but let's, let's take it on a, just scratch one of the itches here, right? So like a follow-up system. When a guest comes to your church and gets connected, do we follow up with them? Do we resonate? Do we have something that we offer them? Do we have a gift or a, um, you know, beyond just like a mass email that they can sign up for? Is there a good follow-up system? Is there friendly people? When they walk into your church, are they met with a gruff, welcome, hey? Are they met with clicks of people that gather in the foyer but, but don't really engage visitors? Are they met with friendly, smiling people? Is, is there a parking issue? Does your parking need to be addressed? And this is a bigger issue than just digital marketing. I know, like Luke, stay in your lane, talk about creative stuff. I'm listening to this show or I'm watching this in order to get feedback about my creative stuff and you're kind of crossing over. But I wanna make the point, and I, I get that, that's fair, but I wanna make the point that, you know, I think, was it Sarah Palin that talked about it, lipstick on a pig? Like, what's the point of doing awesome marketing if people show up to a broken product? Not your church is not a product. Jesus is not a product. But if, if people are being drawn in to experience God or whatever the messaging is that you're saying, is that really happening? Or are they showing up to broken systems, to unfriendly people, to um, bad theology, right? Boring preaching, unengaging uh, worship, bad worship, you know, outdated technology again. Wow, I'm dipping my toes in a lot here. I'm opening a can of worms that can't be addressed 
overnight, but just be thinking about what are ways that we can better, we, how can we fix a passport machine, right? Because I walked up to this CVS ready for a good experience. Wow, you made it even easier to serve me. This is going to be awesome. I walked in, amazing. This is easy. There's the photo section, boom. And then I was met with disappointment. So are you setting up visitors to receive God, to meet Jesus, or are you setting them up for disappointment through your church? Either way, I think it needs to be thought about, needs to be addressed. Um, and I hope this helps. Uh, and I hope the CVS near you has better customer service than the one that's near me. Um, come to think of it, I haven't had a whole lot of good experiences at CVS. Not a sponsor of this episode. Um, but man, thanks for tuning in. Again, this is a kind of a new format of a video and audio podcast that I'm producing with the intent to help churches level up their creative game, the Digital Church Toolbox. I'd love for you to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you download audio podcasts. And then also, you can get to know me and my team better at digitalchurch.co. We've got free resources there, downloads, sermon series, social media kits, continually building out that library. But there's stuff there for you to use today. And I hope you find it helpful. And I hope you'll engage uh, with the Digital Church team on whatever uh, level is helpful to you. And again, thanks for watching. Share this episode, like, subscribe, follow, and stay tuned for more from the Digital Church team.